Hello, 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 hello there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gymnasium Podcast with me, XFL Jim, joined, as always, by the one, the only, my illustrious co-host, Chase Lupine Fiasco Sessoms. How the fuck are you doing, buddy? Man, why do I always feel like when you say illustrious, you're talking specifically about my beard and not me? It's a little bit of both. You are illustrious, okay. but your beard is like immaculate. If I if I said immaculate, then then that's your beard. Illustrious is you. It's your it's your looks and your personality combined into one. You know, saying immaculate and using the same word that they use to describe the conception of Christ makes me feel pretty good. Makes me I mean, feel pretty good. The show you could say you're this show's personal Jesus. You saved the show. Did you just make a Depeche Mode reference in front I, of me? I may have. I may have just done that for you. I'm just, I'm glowing. I'm gonna be <laughs> glowing. I'll show. I love it. I don't. We're starting off fucking strong here, folks. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think Depeche Mode's a great band. Uh, Depeche Mode is a great band, and I think I think you were talking about this that anytime you're in a conversation with someone who you don't want to be, just keep bringing only up. talk about Depeche Mode. Only, only talk, talk about, about Depeche Mode. Talk about the old D mode. Because, like, it, as far as like the conversation, like they'll try and steer out of that right away. But yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. I checked out a couple albums, but it wasn't really my thing. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you've heard "Enjoy the Silence," right? I mean, you've heard that. You, you know, it's like all I ever right? wanted, all I ever needed. You know the song, right? Depeche Mode. And then eventually, eventually, you can get to the point where you're just saying Depeche Mode over and over and over again. Yeah, because really, I'm going to be honest, I don't know the name of a lot of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to say that Depeche Mode song. You know, just Depeche Mode. They have, that, yeah, they have yeah. a feel. They have a vibe. When I talk about how much I love a Depeche Mode, I'm really talking about two songs. Uh, Enjoy the Silence and Personal Jesus. That's all I got, quite honestly. But it's enough to consider me a fan. A super fan? Maybe not. But I'll talk about them to get someone the fuck away from me. That's all you really need. So let's just break down. We're going to start with the NFL. Let's break down this week's uh, action. We are taping this. I'm going to say recording this, streaming this during the Sunday night game. I believe the Chiefs are up 10 nothing right now. Uh, I'm, I don't have the game on in front of me. That's just the last I saw it. Let's go through them. Uh, we're going to start with the Thursday night matchup. We're going to go in chronological order. I'm sorry, but uh, Dallas, uh, the Cowboys 27, Saints 17. I think your Saints are kind of in a rough patch right now. You froze. Uh, I, it ended in patch, so I think you're saying rough. Yeah, rough I, was saying you're, I was saying your Saints are looking like they're in a rough patch. Oh, you weren't talking about Dallas. You're talking specifically about the NFL team nearest and dearest to my heart. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do, man. Well, it's going to help when we get Kamara back. Uh, that's gonna That always helps a whole lot when you know like one of the best players in the NFL is actually in the lineup for the day. Um. I don't know what we're going to do at quarterback. I don't think Taysom Hill's the guy. Uh, maybe like this could be a rust situation where he needs to like play himself back in the form. But you were even talking during the preseason that Taysom wasn't looking great. Yeah. I mean, he hurdled that guy and that was awesome. But um, hurdles don't think, put points on the board. I think we kind of know what Taysom's role is in this offense. And it just, it's, it sucks because it was looking so hot with Jameis and then just the injury just fucking killed it. Yeah, and then they they just gave Taysom Hill a weird, stupid extension that's like so many years, and he gets more money if he's the starting quarterback and less money if he's not, and it makes me worry about if they're going to bring Jameis back next season or not. I think Sean Payton has like a love issue with Taysom Hill. I think that's that's 
pretty well documented at this point. Yeah, his forbidden love for a young Mormon boy. They probably soaked from time to time. They just soak. Just Mormon soaking. Good old-fashioned Mormon soaking. Dallas looking good with their offense, though. Against a, I'd still consider the Saints defense pretty legit. Saints defense is pretty legit, and uh, it kind of helps that Dallas, uh, you, you know, they're kind of uh, where we want to, where the Saints want to be next week, which is they finally got all of their shit back. They got CeeDee Lamb back, which really helps. Um, uh, was Amari Cooper out for this one? I can't remember. I believe he was. If I'm they'll correct. get a Mar- yeah, well, he'll, they'll get Amari Cooper back off the the COVID protocol the COVID protocols. protocol list. The COVID protocol, um, <laughs> and so uh, that that will continue to help. So, yeah, I mean, they're by far the best team in the NFC East. Of course, that's also not saying much. Watch out for the fighting Taylor Heineke's of the Washington Football Team on a four game winning streak, sir. It's actually a good point. I take it back. I immediately retract. Let's actually talk about that one next. Washington football team 17, Vegas 15. You don't see a 15 very often. You don't see a 15. You don't see a 15. That's uh, that's a little fun with uh, football math. Uh, all, I just got to say, I know that he's an NFL quarterback and that doing this shouldn't be uh, really hard for any NFL, any NFL quarterback. But were you kind of surprised that when uh, Derek Carr threw that Hail Mary from like <laughs> the opposing 45 that it actually made it to the end zone? I, I, yeah, I was surprised. It was like when you see those 60 yard bombs, you only can think of like four to six quarterbacks that like you're confident that will make yeah. that throw. And one of them is not Captain Jack Sparrow. No, like Carr is not one of those guys. Like when you think Derek Carr, you never think rocket arm. No, I think spaghetti colander helmet. I think crying. Um, I think guy liner, I think guy um, liner. I think weird hair. Yeah. Now he looks like Daniel Stern in home alone Yep. yep. Uh, with his hair, but yeah, he let it go. I was like, Oh, that's going to land at about the 20. And I was like, well, son of a bitch. Go ahead, Derek Carr. You know what? Good job. You did what you could. And it just wasn't enough. Uh, Raiders they're, they're kind of, they're, they're looking plucky now. They're, they're getting over their emotional baggage, I think. And they're going to be like in these games. Yeah. I, I, they're not, they're not going to be winning much. I, I think next year when any pundit like points to what their record was this season or anything like that, you just have to say, fuck you. Like it doesn't even, it shouldn't even count at this point. Like, I mean, for, uh, you know, scoring purposes and playoff purposes, it, it should count, you know, they have to do that, you know, otherwise it's just like, it's like those like, but if you're like judging the players, yeah. Uh, like, otherwise nah. it's like a, it's like a three-year-old soccer team where it's like every, it all, every team game it was ends in a tie. They don't keep score. That sort of thing. Oh, yeah, they tried their best and they, they yeah. were dealing with a bunch of shit. It's like, it's like a three-year-old soccer team, but there's like a divorce set of parents there and they're arguing the whole time and just creating yeah. an issue for everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope they get yeah. it together. I hope just for the kids. Just, just like you hate, you hate seeing what it's done to the kids. You see these guys just speeding down interstates, just going like seventy five thousand miles per hour. It's, just, listen, it's terrible. Listen, the kids get two Christmases, but at what cost, Jim? But at what cost? At the cost of their sanity and wins. That's the cost right there. Tampa Bay Buccaneers thirty, Atlanta Falcons seventeen. Uh, Tom Brady basically just did whatever the fuck he wanted this game. That's the whole story. Uh, yeah. And he wanted to throw a thick six, son. We had a thick six. There was a thick six. That was awesome. And that was probably the highlight for the Falcons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the highlight for the refereeing of uh, the guy who, like, 
I don't know. Uh, the, the the referee who when Gronk went to spike the ball, he like turned like he was like, he was like I don't, yeah. He, I don't it was it was like Gronk was executing someone with a shotgun in front of him, in front of him. He was like, I don't want to get it on my face. I don't want to get that splatter. Yeah, blowback. That's what uh, that's what gets you impl- implicated in crimes. Blowback. But I feel like the Falcons at some point they're just one of those teams that like, hey, is your offense not feeling up to snuff? Guess what? Play the Falcons because their defense sucks. Yeah, they <laughs> the slump buster Falcons, except for uh Cordero Patterson. He's just he's yeah, just plugging Cordero into every position. Put him at let, quarterback. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, let, let him play QB at this point, honestly. Uh yeah, man. Cordero. I was uh I was listening into like a little chat room after that game, and people were asking uh like extreme Falcons fans like what quarterback they would rather have than Matty Ice. And it the, the results may shock you and were very hilarious to me. Because oh. they're just like Justin Herbert or Matt Ryan, and like like that Matt Ryan, <laughs> Matt Ryan or uh, Sam Darnold instantly Matt Ryan. I'm like that's fair. Well, that's that's fair. fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, like that. I'm um, getting that Leo. So Leo was in the yeah, room. Leo was maybe yeah. in the. Um, where's another? Uh, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. Um, the one that really shocked me was they said, uh, Pat Mahomes or Matt Ryan. And they had to think about it. For like a good while. They, they had to think about it. They had to think about it. They said Pat Mahomes, but they had to really think about it. <laughs> you gotta really think dude, Matty ice or Pat Mahomes. I mean, I did. I literally did think that Falcons fans like this actually existed to be there honest. There are some, I think there's some real delusional fans for any fan base. That's like true. you saw it. Like I, I was exposed to it with the dolphins with like the whole Tua stuff. There's like crazy fans on either side. Right. But it's <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I don't. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Let's get away from this game. Arizona Cardinal 33, <laughs> Chicago bears 22 Kyler Murray and Deandre Hopkins are back fully back. This team is back. Yeah. And they, they scored the further first touchdown. They most like Kyler Murray and Deandre Hopkins are back sort of way. Deandre Hopkins stretched out one of his gigantic catcher catchers mitt paws and, and just hauled that ball in. Yeah. Look out for the fucking Cardinals, man. Look out for him, dude. We might have to. We're gonna be on. We're gonna be eyeballing because, like, before the injuries, guess what? They were our. They were. They were consistently one of our top teams in this league. Uh, now occupied by, I believe, we were settled on the New England Patriots. Yeah, and they won, so it, it, it carries it stays, over. It stays. It carries over. We'll see we've, how that goes Monday. But we've never had a our proclaimed best team in the NFL uh, win two straight. The Patriots might be curse breakers. They very well might. Yeah, they got Buffalo as someone who has a ton of uh, Buffalo fantasy players. Uh, I hope the curse lives. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope for you. Also, the, it, does. it also, I mean, for the fact that it's the New England Patriots, I hope the curse lives. I hope so, too, because fuck the Patriots forever. Um, yeah. On the Bears side of this game, um, they'll probably like, I mean, they'll probably wait till the end of the season. But Matt Nagy's done. He's he's done. Oh, he got to go. He's done. He has got to go. <laughs> he is done, done. He is he has done nothing but handle everything in the worst possible way. That's it. That's about that's about yeah, that's about right. Chargers 41, Bengals 22. Cover your ears, B ho, because the Bengals look not good. They look yeah. like in the comeback part of this game, there was a there's a decent comeback part where after the Chargers kind of pulled ahead 
early. The Bengals looked like they would kind of go on a little bit of a run and catch up, but they did not. Apparently, uh, uh, Burrow in- injured his uh, pinky on his throwing Dis- hand too. Dislocated his uh, his throwing hand pinky, which you don't think about. You know, you you don't really think about uh, that as being a big thing, but like as one of the last things that touches the ball um, on its way to a receiver, going to have a little bit of an I- impact. I'm going to chalk. I'm going to chalk how bad they looked uh, up to that a little bit, but also, I mean, the Chargers are also, dare I say, charging. When they're on, this Chargers team is fucking like when Justin Herbert turns it on. Watching him throw a deep ball is one of the most satisfying things on the planet. It's poetic. It is poetic. It's like a sonnet throw flying through the air. And that like they have weapons everywhere. Like not to mention Herbert. They have Austin Eckler, great running back. Keenan mm-hmm. Allen, Mike Williams. I'm always going to shout out my boy Donald Parm. He's an end zone threat in the red zone. Yeah, they got a, they got the, they got the boy Bosa, Russian quarterback. Bosa. Fucking, mm. This is a scary team. This this team, if they're charging, watch out, man. I I, I got to think that like maybe one or two draft class from now, they're they're going to be like a legit Super Bowl contender. I, dude, I can I can definitely if they see can it. retain the pieces. I mean, Keenan Allen's old as shit at this point, but he's still he's balling still out good. consistently. He's still balling out, and then yeah. like if he has years like this where he's not nearly as injury prone as he's been in the past. Yeah, yeah, that's also pretty helpful. Also pretty helpful. You know, the way you're sitting right now, I actually, someone, one of my buddies who watches the show texted me uh, the other day. He was like, do you ever get uh, Jim's microphone envy because his microphone is so large? It looks so much bigger, <laughs> but I'm like, so like here I am, I'm back here. The microphone is right here. And then so the camera bit. is like right here. It's There's a little bit of forced perspective there. Yeah. You're telling me that your microphone has dick pic forced perspective going. It with, definitely going does. It. I, I'm a pro when it comes to like the dick pic perspective <laughs> things to make it look like it's eight inches long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This mic, it's like a normal size mic. It's, it's big. Like the stand and everything is big, but it's just a normal size mic. All right. It just, it but needed to be like talked this, about it's like the size of my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Perspective, baby. I'm sorry. Please continue with the NFL. Here's the game right here. Detroit 29, Minnesota 27. The Lions did it. They've done it. They won a game. Motor City, get wild. Dan Campbell is like, I don't know what he's doing right now, but watch the fuck out for Dan Campbell. He's, I think he's-, he's having cry sex right now. Yeah, in a in a wrestling onesie. Just getting, no. <laughs> getting busy. <laughs> He's getting busy, crying tears of joy, and <laughs> I can't believe we did it. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, it's um, it's an incredible feat when you know what I call it, run the table backwards. Uh, and uh, it's good to know that that they're not pulling off that incredible feat this time. You don't want to be the team that loses to the team that looks like they're gonna go defeated. Um, Vikings probably just like I don't know they've. They, They've played in nothing but close games all year. They're like the professional Nebraska team. Right. Except they win some of these games. I just guess I guess who I don't want to trust in a clutch situation. It's Kirk Cousins. I just But Kirk but Kirk Cousins, bro. But Kirk Cousins. That's my Leo impression, by the way. <laughs> oh geez. Kirk Cousins or Matty Ice. <laughs> Matty Ice. Pass. <laughs> I'm going mad. <laughs> Fuck, dude. No, he's just like he's the most anti-clutch person I could think of. Kirk Cousins fucking stinks. He's got yeah. stats, but man, anytime you put any pressure on the guy, 
He's the opposite of mobile. He's a yeah. he's the definition of a statue. The guy is not good. He feels like the Bernie Madoff of the NFL. Just somehow he's absconded with people's millions and millions of dollars. I don't know how he, anyone has ever thought to pay him that much money. He has the stat. Like if you just look at his stats, he's like, oh, he's like pretty good. But you just see it's in like garbage time, or it's just not in prime time. Like anytime it matters, he just seems to choke under pressure. Yeah, I. You know, the only like celebrity endorsement I've ever seen him do is for like a. I don't know. I think it was for like a like a bed company or something, and it wasn't even like a good one. Like Dak does, it was just like some like meh bed company. I was like, that's that's about right for you. That sounds uh, sounds about right. Congratulations, Detroit. Uh, my one of my favorite receivers in this last draft class getting some shine in that last drive. Amon Ross St. Brown loved him at USC. I thought he was a steal in the fourth round. Yeah, and then Aaron J in the chat. There we go. Cousins does suck. And yeah. it does. It, I, I'm sorry you're a Vikings fan. I'm very sorry. Kirk Cousins sucks, and I'm sorry for you. Yeah, you guys might be the most heartbreaking franchise in the history, or not in the history of the NFL, but currently in the NFL. I think heartbreaking is very accurate, especially like this full year. It's just been heartbreak after heartbreak, or just yeah. like heart attack for this, those close wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had that Minneapolis miracle one time, so that was pretty. That was like your Super Bowl. That's pretty. That was cool for you. You're gonna always bring that up because I know you're. You're just you hate it. Fuck, so fuck much. it. God, God. Marshawn Lattimore comes in and just takes out the only person who can tackle him. Oh well. Hey, hey, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Colts thirty-one, Texans zero. Um, we don't. We don't have any lines. Victory video. No, we don't. Oh wait, we uh, do. But I. We do, but I didn't download. I, I I have it. I'll get back to that real quick. We will get on that. No, okay. Trust me, we will we will get to it. Okay. But let's talk about let's talk about the uh, the Colts for a little bit. Do we and have to? My, no. I mean, this is basically just like the Texans are what we thought they were, especially with yeah. um, especially with uh, Tarod going down. Poor Tarod. Poor Tarod. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, Colts look good. Colts look good, and Jonathan Taylor's fucking amazing. Do you have two fifty and two touchdowns? I think so. Because I I believe I said that number and and the number of touchdowns twenty two hundred fifty all purpose and two tutties. What happened? Look at what that. What happened? Tell me. Tell me. Ah, no, sorry. He had two tutties. Mm-hmm. One hundred forty three yards. All purpose. Uh, rushing. What about receiving? I said all purpose. Uh, I said all purpose, good sir. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. Come on. Players. Nope. Games. Come on. Hold on. He's on your fantasy team and we're playing against each other. I know, but I I don't have my phone near me. This is this is why we're professionals. So what's 143? Where the Oh, did he not have any receiving yards? Game log. He had none. None. None's receiving receiving yards. None's receiving. 143 rushing. None's receiving. I think less of him now because he did not perform up to my unreasonable expectations. He got close, though. He got he got close. He did all right. Back to the Lions, though, because that's all we want to talk about this Texans-Colts game. The Colts look fine. Carson Wentz was all right, I guess, but Jonathan Taylor's the star of the show. Texans suck. We do have that footage that you showed me. Yes. Here we go. Lions win. Here's 
Go crazy, Lions fans. Go crazy. Oh, 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 oh
I love this guy. This is the game I wanted to go to overtime. Didn't realize Minshew was starting. We didn't know until like today. Yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah. Gardner Minshew, love you. Hope you actually push for the starting job next year for the Eagles, even though I still love Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know what? You know what I would like? Gardner Minshew on the Steelers. <gasps> yeah. Dude. Dude, with that mustache and everything, he's got such a Yinzer vibe. Mm-hmm. It would be so perfect. It'd be so perfect. Big Ben bows out. Gardner Minshew comes in. The weapons they have at receiver: Deontay Johnson, Chris Claypool, yeah. Najee Harris still at running back. Like they'd be that. I think it's a great fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they need they get a someone lot, who like, can get away from pressure, or they need to re- completely rebuild that offensive but line. That's the thing. You could get Gardner Minshew probably for pretty cheap still. So you can like draft some good offensive linemen and get some like offensive linemen that you could just pay yeah. to protect the guy. Listen, you're on my Joe Brady is up for every single college football coaching yes. job personal crusade. I am on your personal get Gardner Minshew to to, to Pittsburgh crusade. Joe Brady, That's how it works. A crusade for a crusade. Exactly. Joe Brady sh- should be linked. I'm surprised. I, I actually have heard some rumors um, that the reason he's gone from the Panthers is it's kind of like Matt uh, – it's it's them using a scapegoat because their head coach was not ready for an NFL gig. So they're okay. Yeah. So he, they're, they're, they're just pushing it on because who was Brady really had. So like they're blaming it on the quarterback play when the quarterbacks he's had to work with were Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold and an old Cam Newton. Sean Payton, Sean Payton could go 17 and 0 win a Super Bowl, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, yeah, well, that's why Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Offensive guru. Yeah, I, whenever you start axing uh, coordinators, especially like in the middle of the season, that's usually just a precursor to your coach himself getting axed because they come in and they're just like, hey, we got to make changes. We got to do something different. And they're like, well, fire the coordinator. And I can't think of it. So I've heard also that Brady isn't being old, to any like college. Old Slappy the jobs. janitor. He's getting kind of up in years. Maybe it's time we retire old yeah. Slappy. You're out, old, old Slappy. Slappy. I've heard Brady being linked to like OC college jobs, not any head coaching jobs. What if he ends up at – we can talk about but, this later. We will talk about this when we get to the college stuff. But, yeah. Uh, where were we? Rams 37, Jacksonville Jaguars 7. This is a net crack game for the Rams that they really needed. They just needed, like, a game just to let out all their feelings. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. They they just needed to kind of do what, like, a – you know, like an emotionally disturbed teenage boy does to a squirrel. Just exactly. fuck it up. Just fuck, up fuck it cat. up. Yeah, man. Set that cat on fire. Cat. Odell had a great uh, touchdown celebration. That was cool. I didn't see it. I saw he scored a touchdown because I got him on. He did the, uh, I don't know if you ever played the, the, the Call of Duty um, Warzone game. He did the, uh, he did the self revive where he fell on the ground. It was like, uh, he was crawling and then he was like, <laughs> like gave himself uh, an adrenaline <laughs> and got up, like jolted himself up. <laughs> That's pretty good. Consider it's. Very apropos, uh, considering everything that, that Odell has been through this season. I like it. Odell's, it was nice Odell's to got see. a sense of humor. I wonder if someone was like, you know what you should do? Or if for like weeks, he's been like, you know what I'm going to do? You know, he's like, you know what I'm going to do when I get that touchdown? Yeah. I got, you I got this plan. He's, he's got a note. I bet he has a notebook. He's got like a notepad. <laughs> a dream journal of celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. old dirty Beckham. You old dirty Beckham. We were just talking about him. Steelers 20, Baltimore Ravens 19. Team, this game was a fucking who wanted to lose this game more. Right. Apparently Lamar. 
Apparently Lamar. Apparently Lamar. I guess I, I guess Leo's being proven right week in and week out recently. I, I got a bone to pick with Lamar, and that is that he is making Leo not look like a crazy person, which he one hundred percent verifiably is. Yeah, I, that's. Oh, we got another chat right here at the end. Obel Odell Beckham Jr. is so overrated. I mean, kinda. I just think he's rated at this point. At this point, I'd say he's like appropriately rated. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been in Cleveland. He's been injured for a long time. I don't think we really know what I really don't think that he's playing 100 percent up to his capabilities. I think if he sticks around in L.A. another nice year. To see. Might be a little bit might might be like a like a renaissance year for uh, for uh, for Odell. It very well could be. And, uh, yeah, just Lamar, step it the fuck up. We need you uh, to, like, really put Leo in his place. That's yeah. what. That's all I want more than anything. I don't care if you win anything. Just and if you're good. not going to do that, just show up to his house, ring his doorbell, and sucker punch him. I Lamar. Would I would love if Lamar Jackson did that. Lamar shows up in Massachusetts. Ding dong, pow! And that would put him in my personal And then he's MVP. out. He's ghost. He's on a private jet. Like, he's out of there. He's got a helicopter. Investigators got no idea who did it. It's just like Leo's just crying on the couch. Like I just opened the door and he hit me. (laughs) If you you want the twofer, then he can go pay Beho a visit and then like pee on his front lawn with some Louisville gear. Oh shit! I think Lamar is his own agent, so we could probably get this set up. We We might have to. We might have to message Lamar for this. Yeah, we also need to start a start a Kickstarter for this one. Oh, that yeah, it's gonna be pricey for that one. Seahawks 30, 49ers 23. Seahawks also needed a game like this to kind of like look good against what I, I still consider the 49ers decent opponents. I, I still consider them decent. NFC West, you're fucking drunk. Yeah, they are. It's and this is always the NFC West. It's just like stupid shit like this happens because the Seahawks have been bad. And the 49ers the last few weeks have been pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Pretty good uh also you have to consider that the 49ers are minus a uh debo samuel they're minus uh, their own cordero patterson yeah and i mean when you don't have the guy that will steal your grandmama's chain and ride off on your beach cruiser hurts it hurts big time it does it that's uh that's a rough one oh who are we talking about burning bag of dog shit uh here brandon isaacs I think that's what we're referring to Lamar going to Leo's house and burning a bag of dog shit. But like the bag has a Louisville logo on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. To Beho's lawn. To Beho's it's lawn. A, it's actually a, um, it's a turn that's been pushed through a Louisville Cardinal Play-Doh fun press thing. So it just kind of mushes out in the form of a Louisville Cardinal. Oh, oh, the other cool thing is Adrian Peterson tied the rushing touchdown record. God. Because he got a rushing touchdown. What is that? Five different teams? He's done it with. We've got we've got Minnesota, we've got Washington, Washington, we've got Tennessee, we've got Seahawks now. Oh, is it the Seahawks now? Jesus, yeah, yeah, they he did it in this game. That's crazy. That is crazy, man. So yeah, so Vikings, Saints for a year, Cardinals. Washington football team, Detroit for last year. Yeah, yeah. Then the Titans and the Seahawks. Is it sad that I did not even remember that he was ever a saint? 
He was a saint in 2017. So what was he? He was probably like an Ingram backup. Yeah. Jesus. No. Time flaw. I don't think he was there a full season. He was there for probably like part of 2017. I think him and him and Sean Payton beefed. I remember actually, now I remember him, like him having like a yelling match with Sean Payton on the sideline. And that's probably, that gets you out of there. Yeah. So he is a absolute Adonis physical specimen. Like they could, he could not play and then they could randomly call him up when he's like 45 and has his own barbecue joint. He'll be like, all right, I'll be there. And then he'll score two touchdowns. The only other person I can think of that could do it at that age is like Frank Gore. Yeah, he's got those like Jerry Rice jeans that like yes. I'm not saying he's Jerry Rice's son or anything, but it'd be cool to find out that he was. But, you know, he's got those those kind of like just I can pl- I can do this literally until I die sort of thing. I mean, have you seen Jerry Rice balling out against those male models while he's wearing the, you know, unleashing the power of copper with Brett Favre? <laughs> he looks good. <laughs> he, he looked good. He looked good. He put the spin on that one male model hard. OK, so the last bit of NFL, let's predict tomorrow's matchup Patriots at the bills. What's the score? Bills 27 Patriots 20. I'm going to say Patriots 21 bills 17. I think, I think the Patriots, I think their, their record stands. That defense is too fucking good. Unless like there is the scenario where Josh Allen just balls out. Like that's kind of what, the bills need to have. That's what I'm hoping for, especially because I am losing to you by roughly 25 points right now. Yeah, but you've got like a bunch of stuff tomorrow. Don't you? You They're literally all bills though. He is the linchpin. Yeah. But like, even if they do like semi decent, like if they go, like if they score 17 points, but Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over ever, I think you still win. Okay. I like where your head's at. I just, this is a shitty fantasy week for me. The person I played against uh, beat me and they had, Dallas Goddard and Tom Brady, both on the bench. So, I mean, all right, before we, before we leave the NFL, I mean, we gotta, we gotta talk about something, which is how, how baller is my BTV fantasy team, dude? How baller? It's like, pretty fucking good, dude. You're bleeding that shit pretty handedly. Yeah. 10 and two, two, how you guys ever got the two. I'll never fucking know who got, I forget who got them. I, uh, the GCG. Uh, yeah. Cause he was he, GCG. Mike had a killer start to the season. Yeah, uh, I started. I started zero and one thanks to the GCG. Uh, let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna figure this out. I am like dead in the. I'm I'm in the back middle of the pack. There, it's rough. I lost to the GCG. Oh, it's been so long. Phone. It's been. Dude, and it's I been lost forever. I lost to Beho's dad, who is in second place right now. Oh, there you go. I so the I've, I'm sure I've shared this. Uh, the one thing that I love about Beho's dad is that you know. Uh, he, he's got one of those ha- Twitter handles that where you, it looks like Twitter definitely made it for him. And you know, his, his last name is Howard's first national is T his first initial is T and it's just T H O W a. Every time I see it, I think he's Lexington's hottest rapper. Thoa. Thoa. <laughs> Thoa. Come get you some. He got now the I hear in the trunk. dad rap. Ooh, Ooh. I, I want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, we need a mixtape dropping soon. We need, we need, we need, we need the Beho family mixtape. We need coming early twenty twenty two. The new mixtape from Thoa. Well, I mentioned fam. that to him tonight. The Thoa fam. God. Uh, I'll get someone to do beats for it. It'll be fine. It'll be fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else would it be? 
It'll be off the chain and out the yard. We'll have the streets bubbling. Damn fucking right. Yeah. You ready to talk some college? Hell yes, I am. Where what are we doing first? What are we doing first? I'm so excited. First up, we're gonna we're gonna recap conference championship week. Just gonna go over that. Starting with UTSA Roadrunners 49, Western Kentucky, Hilltoppers, the red amorphous blobs, 41. Meep fucking meep bitches. This UTST UTSA team is legit. They get the dub. They were down early in this game. They were down bad. They march for the comeback and they fucking get it. The only team they lose to are your mean green North Texas badasses. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yep. Who are going to a bowl game. God bless those God. boys. God uh, also, I it tells I saw it tweeted the other day. I didn't realize that uh, UTSA had uh, a couple of uh, Arkansas ex Arkansas coaches. One of which Barry Lunny Jr., who is a one of the very few Arkansas quarterbacks to beat uh, Alabama. Also, like a Arkansas football high Arkansas high school football legend, and uh, his father, like an Arkansas high school football coaching legend, Barry Lunny Senior. Senior. I think also like not to take away from uh, UTSA doing this. But um, Bailey Zappi, Western Kentucky's head coach, uh, sorry, quarterback, on record pace to have the most touchdowns in the season. He's pretty good. He is pretty good. It's too bad. Also, Should've sorry, been Chase, breaking news here. Breaking news in the chat. Aaron J. Oklahoma, they got Brent Venables. I, I knew, I saw earlier that I, they were, that I this saw was that probably he was like, going to happen. It's the top of the list, probably going to happen. But it's confirmed now. Brent Venables, OU. I I I figure we're gonna get to the carousel, so I'm just gonna we say will, we'll I have get to that. We'll, we will get a to lot the of thoughts about this because we have a lot of thoughts of the carousel in general. But good on UTSA, meet their way all the championships. Utah 38, Oregon Ducks 10. This was just a repeat of the game that happened earlier. Yeah, apparently it's hard to beat a team twice unless you're Utah kicking the ever loving shit out of Oregon two times in a row. Also talking about the coaching carousel, but maybe uh, Cristobal's mind not fully in the game. Actually, i i kind of I kind of think that that has played into it a little bit with how they've played down the stretch. They might have kind of thought that he was ready to jump. It seems that way. We'll talk about that in a little bit because I have a lot of thoughts and opinions on the on the fucking Miami shit. NIU forty one, Kent State twenty three. NIU has done it. They went from worst to first in the MAC. Yeah, dude, and they're they're Bruce Bruce coach just. I fucking love that guy. That big jolly man, he got it done, man. They he gets uh they, so emotional every, in every win. Yeah, dude. Uh man, it's awesome. That's that's good for Northern Illinois. Um, which I am dubbing uh Southwest Mish. Yeah, we could do that. I'm gonna I've dubbed them anti Nebraska all year because they've won in like clutch scenarios where Nebraska is just lost in every single one of those scenarios. Right. And they still have an NU in the title. So they are anti-Nebraska and Southwest Michigan. And Southwest Michigan. There we go. Welcome to the Directional Mish family. Oh, we're going to be having so – I think every Directional Mish team, by the way, is in a bowl game. When you have like a a Directional – like when you you have like a two-direction, they're like a stepbrother. Yeah. Like a stepson or foster son, either way. I'm pretty sure every Directional Mish is in a bowl game though, which is – when we do the bowl preview – you, you already know which yeah. way we're going to be leaning in that. Yeah. Baylor 21, Oklahoma State 16. We got the vintage Spencer Sanders in this game. Tell me football isn't a game of fucking inches. Holy fuck, dude. Dude. This, like, you could write a movie script with this game. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was a fitting end to Friday Night Lights, quite honestly, the way that this game finished. Uh, dude, 
uh, I was thinking maybe like Spencer Sanders, like after he threw that that third interception, I was like, all right, he's got the three, he's got the three in. So now yep. he's ready to kick the shit out of Baylor like they did last time. And they should have won this game. They should have won this game going away. They should have. They should. But they did not. They did not. Spencer Sanders played like really bad Spencer Sanders. And I think he just he used all of his good juju in the uh, in the Oklahoma game and then had nothing left. Also, I felt like Mike Gundy is at fault a little bit for this because there was some drives where the play calling was really questionable. Yeah, they don't go for it. The first time they 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 get down there, they don't go for the touchdown. They kick the field goal. They get down there again. Um, there's one play. I don't know. Like the whole time, he just seemed timid, and he's seemed, seemed very ungundy. He's getting you upper. Can't... Yeah, maybe he's suffering from low T as a man getting up at age. Now that he's not forty, now that he's fifty. He needs to like. He's when you fit. think Gundy, you think wrist take, you think high powered offense, but like timid was the perfect word for it because they were just being a bitch some of these times. He needs to get those pills that like the big hurt sells and and you know Doug Flutie sell that will get his drive back. I think so. That's what we need. We help need his a, urine stream get his drive. We need back. a Cialis induced Mike Gundy. Yeah, Cialis induced Mike Gundy taking a bath on a bathtub on a cliffside. <laughs> yes, taking an ice bath on a cliffside. That will bring Oklahoma State what they need. They are now 0-1 in Big 12 championship games. Man, man, you're the good one. You're the good one. Instead, we've got Sexual Assault Bible University winning the conference. Yeah, no, fuck fuck Baylor. But good job, Baylor. You look good. Uh, Utah State 46, San Diego State 13. Another worst-to-first sort of story. Utah State was in shambles. When uh, their Gary Anderson part two sort of thing was happening a couple years ago, Blake Anderson's turned this shit around and they're looking good. What's their deal with coaches named Anderson? I it, it just works for him, I guess. This just in: Morton Anderson hired as the head coach at Utah State. They went, I believe, they went Blake Anderson to Matt Wells back to. Sorry, they went Gary Anderson to Matt Wells back to Gary Anderson to Blake Anderson. They tried a non non Anderson experiment. It and didn't it worked. Work out. It worked. No, it worked really well because he went eleven and two, and then he went to that's Texas a, Tech. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, whatever, whatever. I, Maybe they just need to kick the, kick the Anderson habit. They need to get on Anderson methadone. Yeah, they really do. Uh, good job, Utah State, San Diego State. I mean, still a good season. Louisiana twenty four, App State sixteen. We were both on the wrong side of this one. I thought this would be a little different with uh, Louisiana's coach not really being there. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they look good. The, th- the thing is, is if you've had a good coach for that long, they they're going to be fine for the next couple seasons because you have a foundation that was built by him. You have players who have that same mentality that a good coach leaves around. Yeah. They're probably going to hire someone who kind of like fits the same mold, and uh, they're going to be fine. Uh, I thought that App State defense was a little bit more legit, and I guess I mean they they kept it close. They had a chance to come back and tie it late, but. Okay, way to, way to go. Way to go, Raging Cajuns. Yeah, I mean, home game for the Cajuns, good job on them. They look freaking awesome. Dude, uh, I feel like if you can't not- just get a, de- a just a, even like the cheapest of neutral sites for your conference championship game, it feels like a war crime. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> going to tie. That. I feel like that might tie into the next game that you're possibly going to talk about. It very well could be. It is. Alabama 41, Georgia 24. Not the one I was thinking, but nope, yes. It wasn't. Oh, no, but that game, 
travesty. I'm already on the I'm already on the uh, conspiracy theory that Georgia threw this game in order mm-hmm. to get two SEC teams into the playoffs. That's cool. I'll take my plus two fifty on this one and run. You did. Yep. You you got that one. Good job. Yep. Yep. Because you know what? Georgia gonna Georgia. Georgia gonna Georgia, and with this loss, I believe in their first however many games, Kirby Smart has the exact same record as Mark Richt. Okay. Okay. And they've I, won the conference the same amount of times. You know what's great <sighs> was <laughs> when Mark Richt left that job and then took the Miami job, he just turned into evil Mark Richt because he grew a goatee. Yep. Like he 100% that just was awesome. He 100% looked like the evil doppelganger. He just needed like an eye patch to go with it. Mark Richt was a good coach for a really long time. The problem was like he was up against he was up against like Florida, Florida in its heyday. He, yeah, uh, he had Florida. Yeah, he had uh, Steve Spurrier at South Carolina. You had a much stronger Steve Spurrier. You had a um, a you know a Tennessee team where. Sorry. Speaking of which, though, uh, Steve Spurrier, South Carolina, the last team from the SEC East to beat Alabama. Yeah, yeah, because he's, yep. he's the old ball coach. That's what he yep. does. And I mean, and then also during that era, you had Tennessee who, like, it wasn't a dumpster fire yet, but people were pouring lighter fluid on it. It was getting ready to go full. They, like, they were they were stacking the trash up and pouring the fluid on, and then uh, Butch Jones kind of just, he lit the first match. Yeah, and so I was thinking that Alabama was going to have trouble with Georgia just because Alabama needed to establish a run game, and Georgia's really good at stopping that. But apparently all they had to do was throw the ball every single time, and they, were, they would be fine. Yeah, because I guess... Bryce Young, I'm going to say I, I, your quarterback is amazing at Arkansas, but Bryce Young was by and away the best quarterback oh, yeah. Georgia played all year. He's the, best, tr- he's the best true quarterback that yes. probably in the SEC at the at this point. Yes. Like, yeah, And he's going to win a Heisman this year, and it's well-deserved. He, he absolutely deserves the first play down the stretch. And, I mean, all I can really think here is that, like, I was thinking this while I was watching the game was like, all right, Kirby Smart is a Nick Saban disciple. He coaches defense like Nick Saban did. Therefore, he learned everything about defense from Nick Saban. And so what's happening is he's throwing a bunch of blitz schemes and things that Nick Saban was pretty much taught him. And so their offensive line was just uber prepared for it. Bryce Young got all sorts of protection. And John Mechie was just faster than everybody. Like they couldn't, you know, they'd, they'd blitz, it'd be picked up. And John Mechie would just be fast and be open until he is- blew up. Yeah, that is sad news for the playoffs. There's no John Mechie. Yeah, that is that is unfortunate. He was having he was having a great season. He, yes, he is was. he is. I mean, I'm not gonna call him the best wide receiver in the SEC because I'm I still think that Traylon Burks is, but uh, he's special. He is special. Yeah, they might be one and one a. Uh, he he has elite speed. Hopefully, he has elite speed once that knee's healed up. And also, just fuck Georgia. I hope Georgia loses to Michigan. I oh. It's weird. That's that's one of those teams that in the SEC, and there are very few of them that actually have a little soft spot for. I, I, I mean, like I don't, Georgia. I don't hate Georgia like I hate other teams. I don't, I don't, I also don't hate very many teams in the SEC like you do because you're there. Yeah, Georgia. Like, I have a soft spot too, just because we, as Nebraska, we played them two years in a row in bowl games. And that was kind of fun. But yeah. man, welcome for this game. Next up, Cincinnati thirty-five, Houston twenty. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. This is where it drives back to my, if you can't afford a fucking neutral site to have your game, you should be locked up in the Hague for fucking war crimes. <laughs> Fuck you, AAC. Why are you going to stack the deck against Houston? 
They were also undefeated in the conference, were they not? That's true. Desmond so why Ritter. Are we going, uh, why are we going to Cincinnati then? Why are we going to Cincinnati? Why got to be in Cincinnati? How's got to be in Cincinnati? I actually wonder what they would have done. Why are we putting the Astro Dome? Why don't we do that Travis Scott concert in Houston, you motherfuckers? I wonder what they would have done if Houston didn't lose to Tech. They still would have put it in Cincinnati because they, they probably would have still put it in team. Cincinnati. A good neutral spot would be doing the Titan Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Can we retroactively do that? No, we can't. Are you Desmond sure? Ritter finishes his career at Cincinnati undefeated at home. I hate Cincinnati. I kind of like Desmond Ritter. He's a dad. Why do you hate Cincinnati? Because they're in Ohio. I hate all of Ohio. Every part of Ohio. That's fair. Ohio is split into into three regions. Um, The Cleveland region, the Cincinnati region, and the rest of it, which I just call fucking dirtbag Ohio. I drove through Ohio Ohio. once. I drove through Ohio once. And I was like... (laughs) These people usually pick our president. It usually comes down to these people. I wouldn't trust them to choose between Hardy's and Captain D's. I said it. Yeah, the, the answer is Hardy's. It's always Hardy's. It's always Hardy's. It, it. By the way, it is always Hardy's. But yeah, Ohio's. Uh, I can't think of a single sports team I like from that state. I was. I mean, I was a fan of the Bobcats. Like I like Ohio University just because Frank Solich was coaching there. But now that he's not. Uh, I hate Ohio. Yeah, fuck it. I was rooting for Pitt just because I want them to crash the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah. Um. I I've been saying for weeks that I didn't think that Cincinnati was as good as they as they appear, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and just publicly eat crow and say I was wrong uh, because they beat a really really good football team in Houston. Like I feel like that's going to get lost in the mix of how good of a season. That that you know, Houston had. did at Houston. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe I said this on Twitter, and I I, I really mean it. Uh, I hope that this does not impact Dana Holgerson's ability to hit his quota, hit, selling 03 Toyota Tercels down at the used car lot. I think if anything, this might get let him hit the road early and start selling, like start doing the Christmas. <laughs> let, let him get into the to the like the the liquidation. I think so. all 03 Tercels must go. They. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost to get Dana Holgerson to actually do like a used car commercial? Uh, I don't know, like 50 bucks. Okay. We can manage that. We can, we can make this happen. Pit 45, Wake Forest 21. Kenny Pickett had a fake slide in this game. That's so it dope. Was, it was that is so, so dope. Awesome. That is so awesome. That is such like a. That's something you could do once, and it's is, so fucking yes. cool, but you can never do it again because you're just going to get destroyed. Yeah. You know, the question is, how many targeting penalties do you draw for the rest of your life after that one? I mean, if you ever Because I take again, his head. If it's me the next time and he starts to slide, I take his fucking head off. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. But <laughs> damn it, it was cool, and I fucking love that he did it. It's like, oh, you, you preyed on me caring about your safety. Yeah, you're dead. Well, it's like that one guy who did the uh, the fake fair catch. I you mean, bastard. I'm sorry I brought it up, but like, <laughs> but if yeah. that like if I was on a team and that happened to me, I'm just drilling him next time. You're getting you're getting blowed up, brother. Next time yeah. that ball, next time I don't you're care if it's a penalty, I'm gonna like headhunt you. Yeah, dude, absolutely. But good on Pitt. This game was pretty entertaining for the most part, and then Pitt just started pulling away. Uh, good fucking job. 
that's all I'm going to say about that. Good, good season. Really wish, really wish you wouldn't have lost to Western Michigan. But guess what? If you're going to lose to any team, make it a directional mission. I'm going to be. Yeah. I'm still happy. Why not lose to the best, right? Right. Damn. I w- okay, so scratch that. I wish they wouldn't have lost to uh, UNC. Eh. They, did, they didn't lose Who, to is UNC. That the, who's the ACC team they lost to? I'm not sure, but it was not UNC. They beat them in overtime. UNC had a chance to win. Uh, oh, they lost to Miami. Uh, Gross. I wish you would have lost It's all about the U. I really wish you wouldn't have lost to Miami then. But still good season. Michigan 42, Iowa 3. This game. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you saw You Did you see Iowa versus Wisconsin? This is basically this, but a better version of Wisconsin. Right, right, yeah. It's, Iowa it's has like, no offense. It's uh, it, it's a, it's it is amazing what Kirk Ferentz could do with a, a roster that is comprised solely of kids who won, uh, the blue ribbon at their town in their town in Iowa for town's biggest boy, and then they go to the University of Iowa. That's the like fact, the prerequisite. It's the like, fact hey, that Kirk Ferentz can consistently win the and compete for the Big Ten West. With negative quarterback play amazes yeah. me. What's if they just had even decent quarterback play, this team would be an all timer. Yeah, yeah, and um, black people that would help too, probably if they if they could. They actually didn't even need that this year. If their quarterback was just like all right, they would have walked away with the Big Ten West. It wouldn't even come down to like if Minnesota beats Wisconsin, they would have just walked away. But their quarterback, yeah. both of them, are so bad. That it just did. I don't know. So last night on Twitter, uh, I sarcastically tweeted something about <laughs> every, not being able to tell how many tight ends were making receptions for for Iowa because uh, everybody who caught the ball was a white person that kind of looks like a tight end, and some guy and jumped Iowa's in. Known for tight ends. Yeah, and some some guy jumped in and be like, "No, he was a wide receiver," not realizing I was being sarcastic. And uh, I recruited I recruited XFL Jim and Beho to just troll this guy hard, and it was some of the best fun that you can have without taking an illicit substance. It was a good time, dude. When you get like people on Twitter that just don't understand that it's Twitter and take it very seriously, yeah, it's a fun time. And they deserve to be mocked, and they deserve to have your friends gang up on them too. Exactly. Twitter is Twitter, and it shouldn't ever be taken seriously. Good job, Jim Harbaugh, by the way, coaching for his job. He took the contract like renegotiation, and man, did that work out. Yeah, whatever. All right. You really just don't like Jim Harbaugh. No, dude, I hate He's He's a winger. He's a goober. I love the guy. I fucking love the guy. spaz. He's a – he coaches with like, his fucking – pl- his play sheet like that looks like a Denny's – like I, a think, Denny's I feel menu. like he's authentic though. Like he's just a weird fucking dude. Oh, I mean, he's true. He's true to his wienerness, but it doesn't yeah. mean I got to like him for being oh, a no, I fucking love it. I fucking <sighs> love the guy. And then the game that doesn't matter. No one cares about Cal Berkeley, 24 USC 14. Uh, neither of these teams are making a bowl. Um, this is, this game was for nothing. Yeah. Thank you for the, the COVID postponement bowl game for USC. They've got brighter days ahead. Yep, it was another game that you could bet on. Uh, USC, you have the future to look forward to. Now, before we look back on the college football season as a whole, the coaching carousel is here. It's here. It's mean. And there's there's a lot. There's so ride, many, dude. Ride a painted pony. Let the spinning wheel spin. It's, um, I, can we jump into OU first? Yeah, let's jump into OU. And also, just a quick little thing. So, Louisiana, 
they're just like their their offensive coordinator, just the head coach now. They're not even they're not even putting an interim tag. So yeah, exactly what we were thinking. You're just going to sustain what you had with Billy Napier. Yep, love seeing that. Yeah, OU Brent Venables. I think it's a good hire. I think it's a great hire. So here's the deal: is uh, that the name Brent Venables has come up so many times, um, <laughs> and there was the especially in the last few years, and he had a kid who was committed to Clemson and was playing at Clemson. Is it possible that transfer rules made this thing possible? Because now his kid can just jump to OU. It could, like, if this kid wants to follow him, yeah, this kid could very easily do it. it the transfer rules could be playing a very real part of this. I also love how Oklahoma does the thing that every school does. They had an offensive guy before, and then now they go defensive. They have to. They have to. They have to get that defense in shape if they're going to compete in, in I think the it's SEC a great hire. At, at all. It's a, I think it is a great hire. It's a great hire for the direction that, that they need to go. Uh, I feel like getting – Venables is a coup, but also I'm thinking that maybe shit just might be going south at Clemson and it might really go south at Clemson with no Brent Venables. It could be a thing where like everyone was hyped, like putting Clemson up on this level with Alabama and Clemson was like great on that level. But the thing that Clemson was doing that Nick Saban could never do is they were holding on to his assistants. He was holding on to offensive coordinators for years. He was holding on to Brent Venables for years. Nick Saban's been doing it with like recycling people left and right, because when people yeah. coach for Alabama, when they're assistants, they get head coaching jobs, other places. Yeah. It, I wonder, I wonder if Clemson and Dabo can do that. Like if they can Alabama just the arbitrage, it turned into a, uh, it turned into like a halfway house for like drug addicted and wayward coordinators. <laughs> Was what it was what happened. Um, yeah, hey, if Clemson can do that, if they can just keep hitting like home run hires, but there's no home run hire that you're gonna hit at defensive coordinator that is of the caliber of Brent Venables. No. He is next level. Like I got the utmost respect for the guy. Uh, I, I'm sure the, our, our our viewer Aaron J has to. I I know for a fact he loves it because there are a, a lot of exclamation right marks. Oh yeah. The odds of OU needing a coach in Clemson not being in the playoffs was the perfect mix for this to happen because hey, early yeah. signing period. There you go, Aaron J. Can you, you can be also, proud of being Okie from Muskogee again. Also, back to Aaron J. Where are you been, from, buddy? Where are you from? I'm he he lives in Nebraska. There's a whole story behind his OU fandom. So okay, I'm, I'm not right. going to get into it, but yeah, yeah, he gave you all right, Aaron. He gave you a pass, so I'm going to back off. But uh, cool, like callback. You know who oh, you could use as an offensive coordinator? It's Joe Brady. Joe Brady! Dude, how fucking fire would it be? They come back to the SEC. Joe Brady, offensive coordinator to OU. That would be that, awesome. That would be great. That would He would have the tools. He would have the tools. It's like You look at LSU, you look at what he did with some historic talent at LSU. You can't tell me the cupboard is far from bare in Norman. Far from Bear and Norman. if they go like going into the SEC, they get more like Southern talent. I still think OU would be able to keep their Texas roots pretty like yeah. pretty deep. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, it's going to be harder to recruit in Texas, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt with the the coach that they picked up. It might it might not be as dark of times at OU with with that sort of hire and 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 some potential there. I mean, they are still. I mean, one of the blue blood programs of college football. Like you can't. You can't talk college football and name ten teams without uttering, um, without uttering uh, um, OU. And he actually makes he. I, I hear it's Levy, by the way, Aaron J. I hear that it's Levy that there that there is the top target. 
And he'd be a great target. He was fantastic at UCF. He was he's been fantastic at Ole Miss. And this, stylistically, he already kind of fits with what they do. Yep, he'd be a a plus hire. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I good for OU, I guess. Good for OU, I, I, guess. I mean, fuck you for leaving to the SEC, but good for you for this hire. Yep, yep. That's that's the way to just like, I don't know. It, it feels like you got like a new hot girlfriend after your your you know your current girlfriend left left for USC. Do we want to talk about any other coaching hires? Do you want to just kind of go through these real quick and just like rate them? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, let's start. Uh, Louisiana, uh, just keeping your offensive coordinator, I'm going to give that a B just because you're keeping the continuity of something that's been good. I'm going to give it an A. I, well, I think you know what? You've been like the, the the cream of the crop in the Sun Belt and you're keeping everything kind of the same. Yeah, I'll give yeah. that an A too. Yeah, I mean, you, you're not going to be scrapping a recruiting class because – uh, everyone who you're bringing in more than likely has already had already has a connection with you. So yeah, hey. Also, what a Louisiana name, Michael Desorme, but it's M E A U X. Uh, Desormo. Desormo. Oh god, that's so much better. That's so much better. Yeah, it's Desormo. They're a bunch of they're the D- Desormo is a horse racing name too. There's a jockey Desormo. I'm pretty sure it's Desormo. That's fucking awesome. Uh, Tom Arthur at Akron is out. They bring in Joe Moorhead. I think that's an A. Okay. Yeah. For, for a. a program like Akron to get someone like Joe Moorhead. Yeah. Yeah. Zip it up and zip it out. Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. I love it. Dude. I love when, it. when he was introduced to the team and made his first speech, yep. my wife came in and showed it to me on the Notre Dame Instagram. And uh, I was like, first I started crying. Like I do whenever uh, a walk on gets a scholarship. Love those videos. Always make me cry. And two, I was like, did they just like, did LSU do Notre Dame a favor? Like, I, I, I guess we got to see him coach a game, but still, I don't, I don't I like this guy. I don't know if they did him a favor, but like, he's definitely, I think that like, Brian Kelly was planning on handing the reins over, like when he did leave Notre Dame to Marcus Freeman anyway. Right, because how many more years was was he going to go anyway? Yeah, but I think okay. like this just kind of quickens everything. But I love the fuck hire. Yeah, I love it. I love that. He's, I like that he's keeping Tommy Reese. That Tommy Reese decides to uh, decides to stay. I mean, he showed to be like a pretty decent offensive coordinator. He's a young guy. I I really think that the 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 trend in college football isn't isn't these like old monolith coaches. It's these young, exciting high energy guys that kids want to play for man that it's kids true. want to play for like they don't want to play for some like old fat fucking plantation unless manager. you're already extremely established at your place like nick saban is and nick saban yes. just gets like he's just a recruiting wizard yeah i mean lane kiffin is a little bit older than than what we're talking about but i mean lane he kiffin gets is, it though he's that guy he gets it he's good at social media he's good at that stuff like he's got a he, shtick that he kind of leads into too yeah, man. Yeah, like like fucking um, row the boat, fucking PJ Fleck. PJ Fleck, great example. Be young, be exciting, be high energy. Don't be an old fat fuck, and yeah. you you can be successful. Yep. Uh, Troy, fighting men of Troy. Chip Lindsay is out. John Summerall is in. He was Kentucky's interior linebackers coach. Okay. Uh, Summerall, I, I I think it's like a fine hire, C plus B. He was on Troy's staff back when they were good, back when Neil yeah. Brown was there. Yeah. Um, listen, unless he's related to Pat Summerall, I don't really care. Um, I'll That's give why it, I gave it a C plus. Yeah. I'm with you. C plus. Nobody yet for Virginia after uh, Rocky Dick and balls leaves. 
So long, Rocky Dick and Balls. Also, I'm just going to give Colorado State like a B plus for just getting rid of Steve Adazio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a B plus move right there. Yeah. Uh, Brett Pry goes to Virginia Tech. I think that's a good hire. He knows the area really, really well. I Virginia Tech is also one of those teams that I have absolutely no connection to, but I, I've known, been known to actually root for. And it goes back probably to the Michael Vick days. Probably. Yeah. And then Brian Kelly to LSU. What do you think of that one? I think it's a good hire, but I just like, I, it's one of those things that you don't, he's never been south of the border, like south of the Mason Dixon, I mean. I think he's going to have, he, okay, so he's got one thing going for him for keeping kids in Louisiana, and that is his Catholic faith. It's a very Catholic state, especially South Louisiana, where all of that talent is. So that's gonna that's gonna help in the living rooms. That's always gonna help. Having that kind of kind of you know going to mass with mom kind of connection could yeah. could can certainly help. It can certainly help. Um, outside of that, I mean, yeah. he can, he's got he's, his record as a coach to like lean back on. He's a good coach. Yeah. And that, but <sighs> I, I'm going to wait to see who he hires for his assistants to like really judge him. Sure. Um, I don't know. He's got some big strikes against him. There's got one of them is like, I really don't like how he gets in the face of his players. Uh, and some of the things that he does, like degrading his players on the sideline. Like I think I, he, he has said he's been working on that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and yes, I was actually just about to dive yeah. into this. Yeah. He seems kind of inauthentic. So kind of, you? you know, how we were talking about how I like Jim Harbaugh because he's real as much as he's a weird fucking freak. He's still real. Brian Kelly seems Fake one of the fakest people on the planet. Absolutely. That Southern accent made me cringe. It was very much like a James Vanderbeek and, and Varsity Blues. I don't want your laugh sort of thing. Like, fuck you. Like, don't, first of all, like, if you're not from here, don't try to do it. Just don't. Just, don't. just I can make fun of it because I'm fucking from here. I, you know, I can like Uber Southern my accent, but I already kind of got it. So fuck you. If I hear you say big old something, I'm going to come down there and I'm going to punch you in your fucking mouth, Brian Kelly. You killed a kid. Just fucking, you're from the Northeast, Brian Kelly. You're not even from the Midwest. You've been in the Midwest. But you're from the Northeast. Dude. Just speak your normal fucking way, dude. Yeah, dude. And you know what's crazy is that, like, that area of the world has its own very, like, specific, like, dialect and Southern accent. Don't roll in here talking like a fucking car salesman from Memphis, you asshole. Like, you need to say words like Chapatulas. That's how they talk. God damn, dude. He's, he's, oh, yeah, coming out for the Jazz like... Fest. Yeah, that's, that's New Orleans. You didn't sound like that shit. Like, you just sounded like a, oh, my God. Oh my god! You sound like like someone got Hugh Jackman to play like I don't know like Huey Long in the key in the Kingfish story. You fucking asshole! Another F version we plus. were another yeah fuck fuck Brian Kelly forever. Another one we were talking about like young up and coming coaches. Sonny Cumbie is going to be the head coach at uh, Louisiana Tech following Skip Holtz. And yeah, I like it. I like yeah, it. um, I mean he's a, I mean not very not very long departed from from college football. Uh, y younger guy. Uh, he, his accent will, will be authentic. Um, and, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna be like a, another one of these, like uh, air raid offense, Johnny Appleseeds. Yep. Lincoln Riley to USC. It's a home run. 
I think it's a fucking A plus hire, dude. It this is, is a, such it is a, a good hire run. for USC. It is a home run. Uh, he's a good recruiter. Uh, all he's got to do is keep more of the talent of Southern California in state than had been happening. You, he's gonna he's gonna be able to keep those those Bryce Youngs from going to Alabama, things like and with that. With some uh, with some trepidation at Oregon, USC's in a prime spot to just retake their throne as kings of the Pac-12. And if they're kings of the Pac-12, they're in a good fucking spot. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, Nike money is a whole lot to overcome, and they might have just done it. That's impressive. Like, Phil Knight runs Nike. Yep. He runs basically essentially what is the like University of Nike test lab. Like, they get all the, the flyest fits. They get all the cool shit, even though, hold on. Speaking of fly fits, what the fuck has Oregon been wearing? How do you come out looking like some Sherwin Williams professional painters with fucking <laughs> green plate paint splattered on you? Yeah. Get a fucking those, clue. Figure it out, guys. They need, to, they need to go back to like their early 2010 sort of uniform vibe. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hot garbage. Hot but buttered garbage. That's a great fucking hire. And I think like what you want to keep, at USC is you want to get those quarterbacks that keep leaving your Bryce Young's your DJU's. There's so many, like there's such good quarterback talent right there in LA that you could just pluck. Cause who wouldn't want to play for Lincoln Riley? Right. As a quarterback. Right. right. And the other thing is like, he's not a huge personality. Like I don't think that you are going to get outshined by, uh, by Lincoln Riley at, at any point. He's not, He's not the star. It's always, it's his like Heisman winning quarterbacks. And who knows? It could get USC to a point where they're actually like, I remember, I remember when Pete Carroll was at USC and USC was really balling out. Yeah. There were kids from Little Rock who were leaving to go play for USC. You might get that. You might, you might be able to, if you could put a wall around LA and then start plucking talent from other States again, then you, then you have a perennial PAC 12 champion. And guess what? You're going to a conference where you still don't need to play that much defense. Yeah. All you have to do right now in Southern California is out recruit Chip Kelly. Mission, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished that. there. Next up, Sonny Dykes to TCU. I, okay. Yeah. I think, we, I think you kind of know what you're going to get. You're probably going to get a better version of SMU. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he's a good hire. Like, I know he didn't work out at Cal, but I think that's a specific thing that. He's the kind of guy that you just need to keep in Texas. He's a yeah. very Texas guy. He's a very Texas guy. Um, just moving. He literally just moves across the street. You're not going to have to fork out a ton for for a moving bill for Sunny Dykes. So you're saving yep. a little bit of money there. I'll give it a C. I'll give it. I'll give it a C plus. I think like Gary Patterson wasn't long for this this game. No, he seems very much like Clint Eastwood in the f- film Grand Torino. He just yeah, does. Yeah. He saw the changes in the neighborhood and he was not crazy about it. I'm sorry for this one. Kalen DeBoer goes to Washington from Fresno State and takes his quarterback with him. Why would you leave the premier job in the entire Western Hemisphere, Fresno State? Probably just because money. Yeah, they got a lot of that, and Fresno State doesn't have a lot of that. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm this not- is a. I think this is a good hire. You know, I, I kept Fresno State in my college football team's group home. My foster is one of my foster teams, and. uh Feels like he got adopted, you know? It does a little bit, but maybe it, I think if Fresno ends up hiring Tedford back, they could they could maybe not miss a beat. That's true. That's true. Uh you know, there was the the kid who filled in for Jake Hayner while Jake Hayner was injured and he did he just was fine. Good too. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's not it's not dark days. And no. I mean, it's it's Fresno. So you still got all that meth. Exactly. They'll always have meth in Fresno. I think this is a good hire for Washington. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you look at what he did. Um, people kind of shit on his first season at Fresno, but it was the COVID year. And he did not get to have like an off season. And as soon as he does have an off season with his team, he's like nine and three, nearly 10 and two almost goes into Oregon and gets a win Uh blast chip Kelly finger yep. blast chip Kelly in Pasadena. It's a good hire. It is a great hire. You've already got, you know, central to, to Southern California roots coming coming, you know, after you've been recruiting at Fresno state for two years. Love it. Um, SMU gets Rhett Lashley, Miami's offensive coordinator. Another just big Texas guy. You mean touchdown Rhett Lashley from Springdale, Arkansas? I do. I do. He's a good coach. Uh, I also, but I also fucking hate him because he's um, he is the utmost of a of a uh, uh, Gus Malzahn disciple disciple because he played he played quarterback for Gus Malzahn at. Shiloh Christian in Springdale, oh, Arkansas like high school. Like, yeah, like Gus. he, he's been, he has been the the right hand man to, uh, to Gus Malzahn for a really long time now. So kind of fuck his face, but also way to go Arkansas for slowly, have, quietly. This is a house the divided situation. Yeah, kind of, kind of, but it's my brain. <laughs> Billy Napier to Florida. I, I, I like it. I like it. I don't know. If, I don't know if he knows what he's getting himself into though. Like, I don't know if I'd say Billy, Na- like, would I say Billy Napier is a better coach than Dan Mullen? I, I, you've built us, all right, you've built a long lasting, successful Sun Belt program. That's worth saying something, but also you did it by just staying in the Sun Belt for much longer than anyone typically stays in the Sun Belt, it would seem. You know, that's the, those are constantly like stepping stone jobs. So, congrats. I mean, I give him props for staying. Yeah, for sure. but, all right, so Florida's got gi- just un- unrealistically high expectations. They have unrealis- unrealistically high expectations, so that's why they're just constantly. That's they'll they're going to cycle through coaches kind of like until someone has hits the gold. They strike me yeah. as like Texas in some respects. Or even let's look at what Tennessee is doing. It almost seems like they could be they they're they're like Tennessee, like you know, but just a, a ten years behind. Yeah, it very well could be. The expectations of Florida, like, I don't – Dan Mullen is, what, he's a year removed from an SEC East champion. He's – maybe it's the recruiting classes for him. I just don't know why they outed him. So, like, obviously, Dan Mullen seems like the opposite of someone that you could get along with. Yeah, yeah, he's very much got like a fuck you, buddy, kind of. Yeah, he seems like one of, of the um, most abrasive people on the planet. Yeah, so which maybe is Billy, kind of why I love him a little bit, to be honest. I, I don't hate him. I don't know if I want him to be a coach on my team, but like, it's like, it's like the boosters were like, okay, he's going to come here. And the first season he's going to recruit a uh, deck Prescott. And then we're going to have our deck Prescott and we're going to win a championship because we're not Mississippi state. And didn't work out like that. No, the, it seems like, I mean, for the love of God, like Kyle Trask. Yeah. Like you saw what he did with Kyle Trask. Like just give the guy some fucking time to do something. I mean, I, I'm going to give the higher a B, a B minus. I'm going to give the higher. I would give, a, it, I would give it like normally a B, but I think the fact that you're following, like I think Dan Mullen's probably maybe the better coach. I'm going to say B minus. Yeah, B minus. Jerry Kill to New Mexico State. I'm going to just New Mexico State getting any coach that has a name, in my opinion. Like Jerry Kill wouldn't leave New Mexico State, too. Yeah, 
just make sure you pay for his seizure medication prescription. I like it. Uh, Jack Dickert, Washington State. They're taking the interim tag off. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Dickert the coacher. Um, Clay Helton. Yeah, it's a Dickert was, the this, kicker. You get it? That's fine. That was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Blasting right through that one. Clay Helton to Georgia Southern. I like the hire. Yeah, I mean, and what's going to happen is that he'll have a decent season or two at Georgia Southern, and then he will go to a bigger conference. Yep. Uh, Jim Mora to UConn. Okay. I mean, you're UConn, so I'm going to give it an A, but like. Yeah, I wish it, I wish they, they hired OG Jim Mora. I'm talking diddly-poo <laughs> Jim Mora. I'm talking playoffs Jim Mora. God, that That's a whole run. You're like, hey, G- hey, kid. I'm here. I'm Jim Moore. I'm here to recruit you. You know who I am. You see the you see the YouTube clips. You, see the you say playoffs. You see, you see, you see me video. say diddly poo, right? That's me, Jim Mora. <laughs> Don Brown to UMass. I like the hire. I have no idea who any of these people are. Well, Don Brown, he was the DC at Michigan for a while. Recently, he was the DC at I believe Arizona State. Yep. Okay. Sorry, Arizona. Arizona. But uh, like, great. He's, he's, He's been like a good, he's been like a known defensive coordinator for a while. And then people like him. He's from the Northeast. So I like the hire. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I'm going to give the crate like an NA or like an incomplete because I mean, you're going, how much better can you make UMass? Just no, no matter what you do, like, yeah. It's Taylor. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. The football there's, not much, rich, there's not much you football can Football really rich there. Massachusetts. So. That's like the coaching carousel right now. We're at the end of the regular season. We're at conference championship. The only game we have left until bowl season is the Navy Army game, which you would appreciate Navy winning that. We're going to be back in Navy for that one. Yeah, let's go. Go Navy. Beat Army. Uh, Need you you to hit that five wins uh, because the way that the conference championships, uh, I wanted them to play out. They did not uh, play out well for me. I needed Houston. I needed Oregon to hit my preseason uh, futures bets. Uh, big hand to this big galoot, Jim. Call Pitt hit. as the Pitt ACC was, champion, and God, that, that the odds one. were juicy. That was a good one. That good job, good. buddy. Good I job. took a year off in 2020 with my futures. I think I got every futures bet I made last year wrong. But 2019, I had LSU to win the Natty. This year, I had Pitt winning the ACC. I'm feeling good. Yeah, man. You are a prognosticator. You are a crystal ball ball seer. I'm feeling good. What do we what did you think of the season as a whole? Great season. This is gonna go down as probably one of my favorite college football seasons ever. Same. This was fucking and my team was shit for most of the season, and I had a blast. This was fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I kind of I want something chaotic to happen in, in the the playoff now because it feels like the fitting end, like the season seemed too awesome for Alabama to win a national championship. You know what I mean? It did for, it just, did, for just to be Alabama again. It did seem too awesome for just Alabama. I, you know what? Guess what? Alabama's never won back to back. So that's true. That's true. I mean, that, that would make actually, it a is bit that different. true? I think, I think, I don't know if that's hundred percent true. I that's just true. know he's never had back to back undefeated seasons. I think it, I think it is. I think it might be. I think you're right. I'm going to go with they've never won back-to-back national championships. Yeah, and if they if we look it up and we're wrong, we'll just come up with a reason to... That's even more so why I want... the My perfect scenario is a Michigan-Cincinnati 
national championship where Cincinnati beats Michigan and Jim Harbaugh gets a little embarrassed. On, on yeah. And then I have all sorts of like internal conflict of, I don't know what to do for that game. I might watch professional bowling instead. I did. I know, I know many people like this is just anecdotal, but I know plenty of people that if it's a Georgia Alabama rematch, they're just not going to watch. That's fair. I understand it. I do too. It's I'll watch. It'll probably be a banger game, quite honestly. I'll watch, and hopefully it'll be an awesome game. Because the last time Georgia and Alabama played in the national championship, it was fucking awesome. Like Maybe 2017 was, was awesome. Yeah, that was that was one of the most epic college football championship games you'll ever see. Well, like the playoffs, too. Like you had Alabama-Clemson, which was an awesome game. And then like Georgia-Oklahoma, that the was, Rose Bowl, that game was fucking awesome. That was because Baker was feeling himself in the first, God, in the first half. And then Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. It. I would say also, Mr. Stoops, that defense was just bad. Yeah, it was. That was that was, that was one of the historically bad Big Twelve defenses to make the make the championship or make the playoff. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll watch it. I hope it will be a banger. Part of me thinks that also that Alabama could just kick the ever loving shit out of Georgia again because they had them so figured out. I don't know what other tricks Kirby Smart has. Kirby Smart doesn't seem like the kind of guy that has like a bag of tricks. That's that. Yeah. Deep. And if he has a bag of trips tricks, he got them from Nick Saban. Yeah. And, but yeah, this year loved it. Loved it. Uh, there's so many good storylines. Cincinnati was fucking awesome to follow. UTSA was a darling that I just latched onto right away. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this college football season up with a, with a Nick Saban for you. Okay. Hey, so you reached into my bag of tricks. You know what else is in that bag? What? These nuts. I ate. Hey, did you hear him say yummy in the in the, his most recent interview? No, and I never want to watch that because it will haunt my dreams. Yeah, so he talked about he was talking to the media. He's like, usually the rat poison you guys give us is deadly, but this week the rat poison was yummy. Oh God, he actually I did see that. <laughs> oh man, that's might be time to retire, buddy. When you said yummy, uh, Nick Saban saying yummy, yummy gate, <laughs> the yummy gate in Alabama. <laughs> It's like we hired, <laughs> we hired one of them LGBTQs. <laughs> we gotta get them out of here saying yummy. Good fucking lord! But yeah, college football, awesome fucking season. We're gonna leave with you guys talking about a couple other leagues. We had CFL. We have the Grey Cup in front of us. Literally a week from today, it's the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the home field team, playing against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Our Rough Riders just couldn't get it done today. Chase couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It was a fucking awesome game, though. But you know what? They'll they'll be back game. next season, and they're going to stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Whoa. Oh. As the Rough Riders roll. You're goddamn right. They took the first step. They won a playoff game. They haven't done that in a fucking while. They're going to take the next step. They're going to beat Winnipeg. And they're going to win the Great Cup. I'm betting on them again next year. I'm just going to say that out front. Absolutely. Absolutely. Never not betting on the Rough Riders. Who do we think is going to win against the, the Tiger Cats and the Blue Bombers? I'm going to put my money on the Blue Bombers. Their Blue defense Bombers. is so fucking good. They've been so good all season, too. Um, yep, bombs over Hamilton. Here it comes. It's going to be an awesome time. We also have X-League. little semifinal action. Here are your semifinals for the X-League this season. You have the Panasonic Impulse taking on the IBM Big Blue. And my favorite game in the X-League so far, It that's this game will be my favorite, I assume. Obic Seagulls taking on the Fujitsu Frontiers. That game's cra- fucking fire. It's crazy that the two teams with like by far the biggest sponsors are, are playing in a semifinal. Who would have thunk that could happen? Who would have thunk? Yeah. 
I think like Obix pretty big over there too. That's true. That's true. But I mean, uh, I have no idea where to lean in any of these. Let's go seagulls. That's my team. I'm going seagulls and I'm going to say impulse. So it's going to be a seagulls impulse finals. Seagulls get it done. That's all I got. So I'll I, say I, there's there's people I want to fight. I want to fight the SEC and I want to fight Kirby Smart because I want to punch Kirby Smart in his dumb fucking face. And also, also, I want to fight Brian fucking Harson because maybe we wouldn't even be having this conversation if Alabama already had another loss. And that's then Georgia, a good point. Then Georgia, if they lose to a two loss team, just fucking kick them out. I'm always pro blaming Auburn for things. So this Brian Harson take is right up my alley. I gotta say. Essentially, since you and I met, we've been talking this college football season. And so it's kind of bittersweet that we, we've we hit the conference championships. I mean, we still got bowls, but it's just we're gonna, not, yeah, it's Next not. week, we're going to do the bowl breakdown and everything. But yeah, you're right. This season, it's been like literally since we started kind of doing the show. We had a little bit of college basketball, I believe. Yeah. But we really just jumped right into college football previews. Yeah. We we've since since day one, you and I met, we have been talking, we've been talking college football and now, now it's really, so we got a month left and like, it's kind of like a, you know, last week before graduation, it feels like, even though we're not going anywhere, it's like, we're all, we're just going to like, we graduated from high school, but we're still just going to live in this town. We're going to have to figure out what to do for like an actual off season. Yeah. I'm going to the community college. They got a hell of a HVAC program. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. We're, I'm going to tech school in a nearby town. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. God, it was what a season to start. What a season to have like this podcast and our relationship like start. Yeah. Yeah. It's buddy. Fucking awesome. Thank yeah, you, buddy. college football. Thank you, Chase. And thank you for everybody listening. Give us a like. Give us a follow. My man, where can the people find you? You can always find me being abrasive on Twitter at of Oaklawn. If you play the ponies, there is a reason I am of Oaklawn. Oaklawn Park is running right now. You can buy my tip sheets. Daily for Oakland Park for $9.99. And also, I've got a 30-day subscription plan uh, all through Horse Racing Nation. It's picks.horseracingnation.com. You'll see me, the wolf of handicapping. Uh, we've got other shows that might be wrapping up because uh, – well, at least one of them might be wrapping up because uh, it was a college football show. But uh, Campus Profits, you can always check that out on Twitter uh, as well, well as – We'll probably do a bull thing for Campus Profits, I imagine. Whoa, whoa. Check the comments yeah, a, little bit, a little bit of breaking news. It's confirmed. Mario Cristobal to Miami. Home run, home run higher. Love it. Um, if if you were Manny Diaz and like you were in this weird limbo state these past couple of days or weeks, I would have just been like going to every restaurant and maxing out my company credit card. Oh yeah. Oh, that's how you say goodbye. I wouldn't have even really been recruiting. I would just been like, yeah, I'm getting this kid over here and fucking uh, just yeah. taking him out to steak dinners. Like, so what do you what do you guys do with Miami? Like, what are you like? What are your business? Like, ah, don't even worry about it. Yeah, I want them work. to open up the Amex bill. Like, what is he partying with Trick Daddy? What's going on down here? Um, he went to Atlanta. Yeah. He went to what club? <laughs> is it is is it where they is it like where magicians perform? What is Magic City? Um, yeah. Uh, all right, there we go. And also, uh, yeah, so you can find me anywhere with this big galoot, Jim. And uh, we're always here in the gymnasium. Uh, I believe we're going to take a little little week break while my boy heads to uh, Canada for the uh, for the Grey Cup. We're either going to take the week off or we are going to record on Monday. Yep. Because uh, I'll be I'll be back Monday. And yeah. I might be down to record Monday because the bowls will be happening that week. So we might yeah. do like our, our big old bowl preview sometime next week. It'll be awesome. Also, I wonder what Oregon does for a hire now. 
Uh, maybe Phil Knight has engineered the perfect Nike coach. Maybe they just go Chip Kelly. Michael <laughs> Jordan. You see what he did for the brand as a whole. We'll see what he can do as a football coach. No, there we go. Y'all know where to find me at XFL gym everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Find me all over. Uh, find the podcast everywhere. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify, tune in. We are everywhere. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys and peace out. Boom, 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 boom.